All right, wey. ¿Listo? Listo. Salud. Vámonos. Take two of that intro. Let's go. <laughs> Let's and I'm go. still just as excited, Cesar. Nothing can bring me down right now for this episode, man, and for this right. weekend. And today, today being Thursday, el día, leg number one de la final de la Liga Mekis. And I'm excited because my Chivas beat your America. Unfortunately, eso pasó this weekend. Lo bonito. Tenía que pasar, güey. Así es. No, no tenía que pasar, pero sí, pasó. Son las cosas. ¿Y qué se le va a hacer? Pues sí, ¿no? Tiene que aguantar uno. Sí. Las chivas han aguantado demasiado ya. It's been a while, brother. Yeah, now we give you guys a chance, you know. Oh, no empieces. No, no, no. <laughs> But on that note, Cesar does have to pay up. God, no. We got a little something for him. He's got to throw on. Sheesh. We brought out the Chiva jersey. He said he'll throw it on. Gotta pay uh, my dues. A ver, a ver. This is going to be the most requested episode for us to do like the whole thing. Chivas, Chivas. Ole, ole, How do you guys wear this? Chiva, dale, rebaño. Vámonos, Cesar. Qué bonito. No, güey, como que... No sé. Qué bonito se uh, ve. Hermosa. I never would have thought I was going to wear a Chivas jersey ever. Hermosa se ve la pinche camiseta, güey. I'm going to take God. a picture for the Discord. Vámonos. Por los compas. All right, brother. Oh, shit. Ya estamos. Nos vemos chulos. We got Cesar here with the Chivas jersey paying his dues. Are you going to wear it the whole episode? I mean, I don't want to change. Ya queda. Ya queda. Qué bonito, lo bonito. Pues así. Para otra vez. América better not let me down next time para regresarse al chief. Al chiefy. No, pues. Ojalá que no. All right, folks. Welcome back. Episode 49. I was saying a little bit earlier, I wish it was 50. Just how great everything is. Chivas in a final. And they would have just lined up perfectly. But episode 49, we got a jam-packed agenda. Some news coming out of Premier League. We got stuff from all over the world. Juventus getting docks and points. Liga Mekis got some uh, updates. Not really, but updates to their playoffs. And obviously, Liga Mekis playoffs are happening right now, right? So we'll go around the leagues and uh, recap how they're closing out. Uh, and yeah, we'll just take it from there. Super excited. We'll probably close out with what we're excited for. Obviously, Liga Mekis. For sure, let's do it. That's what everyone's watching right now. Yeah. Let's get it. So let's start start off with the top news, Cesar. Uh, in the Premier League, we got the candidates for Premier League Manager of the Year. Oh, shit. We got six. We got Eddie Howe from Newcastle. Newcastle, uh-huh. We got Pep Guardiola from City. We got uh, Mikel Arteta from Arsenal. We got Roberto de Serbi from Brighton. We got Unai Emery from Aston Villa. And what the hell is the coach's name from Bournemouth? <laughs> I don't know, but. <laughs> I have no idea what his name is. But, he, I mean, he they've had a hell of a season. Uh, Gary O'Neill. Gary O'Neill. So, yeah, they've done 
very well, well above what everyone thought, everyone's expectations. Um, so kudos to him. I think it'll go to somebody that's higher up in the table. Give me your prediction. Who's it going to be? I think they're going to, just by Premier League, I think they're going to give it to Pep Guardiola. Um, because he came from behind with like, how many did Arsenal have points ahead? I think the biggest piece to it is that Arsenal was over like 200 days in first right. place, right? And they still were able to come back. Right, Pep was still able to bring that team back. And, I mean, they just base it off of a Premier League, but even in the Champions League, like they finally made it into the Champions League final. Mm-hmm. And if they win it, everybody's going to hail Pep Guardiola. No, this uh, this last year in 2021-22 was Jurgen Klopp. Then the year before, even though City, won, City it, won it, the year before that was Pep Guardiola. And then before that was Klopp. And then before that it was Guardiola. And then before that it was Guardiola. Right. See. So, uh, yeah, it sounds like they tend to give it, uh, not really uh, show that love to mid to low table teams. Um, but I think the rest of them are like prime candidates. I mean, they're like respectable candidates with what they did with their teams. Like yeah, Newcastle. I think, I think you could make a good argument with all of them. Right. Right. Like Newcastle, nobody was expecting them to be top four. And then they make it top four, right? Um I mean, Same. City had a comeback. Now they're first. Arsenal, nobody was expecting them to even be maybe even top six, and then they get second. That's pretty good. In the Discord, people were arguing about it. The one person I think maybe didn't fit was the Serbi because he came mid-season. Graham Potter had uh, Brighton for like a good a third of the season at the beginning in, until like September, October. It is a surprise how good they're doing, but I I just feel like the other coaches had bigger accolades. But, like, Bournemouth was a complete surprise to be able to stay up. Yeah. Unai Emery completely turned that ship around versus what Steven Gerrard had them doing at the beginning. At Aston Villa. Correct. They were in relegation zone. Yeah. And I I just think everyone else was, like, shining. And then the said is just kind of like, what's he doing there? Well, it's, he's gotten a lot of praise because of the way he plays, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. They're and really good. I just think they're kind of inconsistent. Yeah. That's the thing is, like... Maybe with the transfer season in under his belt, maybe he can bring in the players that he wants to play completely that way that you know he's been trying to play. Yeah, and maybe they'll do better next season. But um, but I'm surprised yeah. like Ten Hag's not up there. Right, Ten Hag's not up there. The Fulham coach, like uh, Silva, I think is their coach. I think there were more candidates that he could have given to than a, a coach that got there mid season. And to be honest with you, one that just got smacked like six one versus Bright versus uh, Everton. Everton. <laughs> Even yeah. though they smacked Arsenal. So maybe I'm just hating. Maybe you are. Maybe and maybe I am. Who's your choice? You said Pep? Yeah, I think my my choice is gonna be Pep. So. Who's I, your choice? I think the deserving one should be Unai Emery for how crazy of a turnaround mid season they had and he got them pretty early. But I think it'll be Pep. Yeah. Let's keep it moving. Uh in Italy, Juventus got another ten points docked because some governing body found that they were guilty of more shit than they already did. That put them out of even Europa zone. They're in seventh now. But even if they win this weekend, they can jump all the way up to fifth and get like a direct direct path into Europa. They were like right in the like a Champions League zone. And they just got done dirty. Yeah, it just happens, you know. It's just you just got to build the team correctly. You can't just be spending. It's like what? What we talked about last episode with the MLS, how a lot of spending does not correlate to having a lot of points or having a good season or yeah. getting good wins. 
So they just have to build a solid foundation. Well, like some some leagues, they're a little bit more harsh with what you can do, right? Versus other like the Spain league, you have to like you can only spend like a certain amount compared to what you intake money wise. Um, versus like England, Todd Bowley spending half a billion dollars, right? There's no right. There's that's not, another example. It's not like it's not apples to apples, league by league, right? And uh, it just sucks because. They're probably trying to spend as much as they can to be competitive in champions like Inter is this year. Yeah. But then you get caught slipping when your balance sheets don't check out. Got to go back to that checkbook and make sure. Yeah, you got to make good sure. next season. Cause checks and balances y todo. Because you don't want this shit to happen to you next season, también. That's true. I think they could still get into Europa until squeezing. They got a couple games. In Spain, there was a huge mess of an incident that happened this weekend with Valencia. Basically, Vinny uh, was getting completely heckled since before the game even started, like on the bus, right? Yeah, when like, he walked out of the bus. By Valencia fans, mainly calling him Mono, which is monkey. And uh, it continued during the game. And then obviously, you have a reaction from Vinny, right? And then it kind of riles up the fans more. It riles up the players in the game. Real Madrid goes down. In the game makes it even more intense, and then I think it just culminated in that one play when uh, I think Real Madrid was like struggling to get a goal, and then it goes the ball goes to corner, and then the typical like no, this is my ball. People start fighting over it, mm-hmm. and then he like he smacks a player. People start pushing him, gets put in a headlock. Yeah, full on headlock. His teammates come to help. Everyone's all pushing him, and then he gets out of the headlock and smacks. The dude that got him in a headlock, right? And then he was the only one out of all of it that got a red card. The keeper was the only player that got a, a yellow outside of him. Not even the dude that gave him the headlock. The headlock. But then they go to VAR to give him that red card. And the VAR people got fired. Yeah. Because they only showed the sec- the segment where you can see Vinny getting out of the headlock and smacking the guy. They didn't even show the headlock part. That's insane. And they're considering that like fireable offenses. That's crazy. I, I 100% agree. Yeah. When I was watching it, I was like, dude, one second prior, he's in a headlock. He's in a complete headlock. Like yeah. he's getting choked. It's not even like like a Sunday league, like everyone's just pushing and shoving and holding, right? Or yeah. it's not even holding. It was a fucking headlock. So we were watching WWE. For real. So he gets a red. And then obviously people on take to Twitter. There's like split, split opinions, right? Some people are like, "Oh, dude, you when he was walking out from the red instead of being a, an adult, he started saying like segunda, que se van a la segunda, right?" Sí. But at the same time, like there's the other side of the coin. People are saying like, "Dude, like this fool's getting heckled, getting called a monkey the whole game. Like there's no way he can fucking. I, I don't even know how somebody would deal with all that." Uh, like not even burning the stadium down punching people like yeah it's it's just crazy and everybody's handled it bad the refs uh tevas the head of the spanish uh the head of the spanish league the spanish federation all of their half-assed apologies people are just like oh he just has to deal with it because he's a superstar and it's even more crazy because um vinicius goes on twitter and says this has been happening we we had a, an initial agreement where we were going to work together to battle racism, and now it's happening again towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And then Tebas, the, the La Liga commissioner, 
right the president is like goes on twitter and starts calling him a liar so it's like all the optics all the wrong things you don't want to do Tebas is doing them they're just so insensitive so like instead of backing him up or being like providing a solution right he's like oh well you didn't come to the meeting that we made and it's like dog like okay so (laughs) if he doesn't go to the meeting you're okay with the racism or like no like it was just so insensitive and then even his uh he came out what yesterday or today and started comparing his situation to ronaldo and messi like that they got heckled all the time because what it is it's not that he basically said it's not because you're black it's because you're at real madrid yeah he was like it's because you are a superstar you're just so good and you're at real madrid and everyone's like dude that's so insensitive dude like this fool's begging you guys to do something dock them points take money away make them play in empty stadiums something that'll hurt those fans yeah so that they know not to do it ever again and they're literally doing the opposite they're, yeah they're not doing anything and um valencia also hasn't done much they did come out with this statement saying that they were going to look for those fans and expel them from the uh, stadium forever but that would happen the weekend and it's already like four days yeah so I think nothing has come out i think that. they got three people arrested from the stands and uh banned them and but their statement came out and said that like it was just a couple people in the section mm-hmm. but then videos are coming out where the whole damn like half of the stadium is yelling mono wow and it's just like dude that's not true you're just covering yourselves up because you don't want to say that like things are worse than they are that like it is your fan base, not just a couple of people. They don't accept that fact. Yep. Right? And then four people in Valencia were arrested for hanging a sculpture of Vinny. Holy shit, man. Outside of the game. That's like, crazy. It's so crazy. Like, this shit does not have space in soccer. I was watching a good amount of, like, review shows afterwards, like, recaps and stuff. And everyone was like, there needs to be a line drawn like the MLS failed with Dante Van Zier. Right. When he racially abused the, the Quakes player here. Yeah. Um, they had the chance to say, we have a zero, zero tolerance policy. Let's fucking make it do it. Right. Enforce it. Ban him. Get him out of here. Like you're without pay. I don't know, like something harsh. And they gave him 10, 10 games. He's already back. He <laughs> scored this week in the U S no open cup. Way, He's already back. And it's a slap on the wrist. I think he got like a couple thousand dollar fine and he gets he goes to training. Wow. It's so stupid like how badly they're taking care of these things. And th- now this is La Liga's chance to be like, all right, like we think racism does not take a part in soccer and they're also failing. Yeah. Today Valencia played and they held up a banner. They held up, yeah. And one of their players had a similar scenario with Elche fans, I think. He did not want to hold up the banner because he's like the league's not doing anything, and it's crazy because he's on the team that that racially just abused. racially abused Vinny. So it's like it's everywhere. Mokhtar Tiakhavi, um, he stood like ten feet behind the banner while they were taking pictures with it. Just a strong statement saying, "Yo, I'm not part of this. I there's been a problem. I've let you guys know that there's been a problem. He got racially abused." in a match against Cadiz back in 2021. Yeah. But no action was taken. It's like they have all these banners, all these poster boys, all these uh, media things that they put out, but nothing has actually changed on the pitch. 
Yeah, and I feel like that's why he's like, dude, this is a photo op. It is. Like it's why like it's a joke to these people and yeah. it's that fool's life. I don't blame him for not wanting to be a part of some shitty photo op. It's Especially insane. from a team where half of the players, a good amount of the players were like coming out saying it wasn't that bad. Oh, Gabriel real? Paulista came out uh -huh. and said some shit like a couple of the players are sketchy as hell. And it's just like, dog. I mean, people were even criticizing like Valverde for not getting involved and helping out, but then posting about it later. Courtois came out in an interview and said that he would have left the field. And he looked during the moment like he was about it. But Valverde was like, me too. But then somebody posted a picture of him where he was like outside of the box and everyone was like over here. And then he was like not backing up his boy. Wow. So people are like, it's really? like, really? These, the rest of the players have to realize they have to back each other up, right? It's like, unfortunately, the change comes at the hands of white people, right? Does. So, like, if, if you are a part of that community, the best thing they can do is be an ally and speak up there for those go. people because obviously their voices are not heard no. by people, right? Um, as we're seeing in the MLS. I had another point. The the Madrid fans, they played today. Vinny didn't play. He, didn't, he, he wasn't even on the bench, even though his suspension got lifted. Oh, for real? He, Sevilla was crying that yeah. they weren't, uh, that Vinny wasn't getting That if suspension. he didn't get suspended, that they were not going to play right. or all this fucking stupid. But yeah, so he didn't play, but I think his suspension got lifted already. And the fans behind in El Bernabeu put up a big old sign, a banner saying like we're all with you Vini wow. something like that which is great to see that solidarity but we need it from higher ups in the league we need changes like actual tangible changes yeah it's this is all it's literally just all for show the things every league is doing while people are just getting abused it's stupid all right on to a bit of a lighter note in Liga Mekis we got some updates uh, I put basically none. Uh, so they had a, a meeting with the owners where they were supposed to talk two things, repechaje and ascenso descenso. Apparently what came out of it is more meetings to come in the future. Ascenso and descenso, descenso basically got thrown out and said they're going to discuss in 2026. Ascenso is still needed to be looked at, so they're going to continue talking. So what that tells me is that they're maybe looking at growing the league a little bit and letting eligible teams that fit all that stupid criteria that they have, like big fan base, a lot of money, new stadium, new facilities, all that shit that they were talking about a, a while back. Um, it looks like they might allow some of those teams to maybe come up, but not let teams go down just yet. That that just screams like money. A money grab. Like money grabs. Because like you're probably getting paid by first division teams. Like, hey, dog, don't. Don't send me to second division. Yeah, I mean, I'm it's just so much money. Corruption, again, a money grab. They're looking at the MLS and they're saying, ooh, MLS, like, growing, adding teams every three, four, five years. Bro, but like, MLS with, like, 30 teams, you don't even know what games to watch, honestly. It's so diluted. I don't want to watch anything, pretty much. Even, uh, to be honest, this is uh, even just talking about our show notes, when I look at the games that I want to watch for the weekend... <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's every fucking city in the U.S. Every yeah. And I'm like, God, dude, it's a lot. Yeah, you don't even know which one to watch. You don't even know. It like, is a lot. The MLS is trying to create rivalries where there aren't any. It's, a, like, yeah. it's so artificial, so pumped up. It's a bit overwhelming, and that's why people are screaming for relegation promotion. 
same here in Liga MX, yeah. even though Liga MX has what seventeen teams. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what what did come out of it is that they're restructuring repechaje. Typical bullshit. People yell, "No more repechaje!" So what do they say? We're gonna give you repechaje in it a is. different way. <laughs> Look, we're making it better. So right now it's one to twelve. If I could just break it down for folks, one through twelve make it. Uh, five through twelve play like it's one through eight, and then the four that come out of that play uh, become five to eight, and they play one through eight again. Yeah. Now what they're basically saying is, you know what Liga Mekis loves the U.S. Right? They love everything American. This is the exact structure of the NBA. So what it is is one through ten make it. And then seven, eight, nine, and ten do a playoff for those final two spots. And then the cool thing is seven through seven and eight, this is exactly as the NBA. Seven and eight play, and because they're higher up, the the top two, the winner goes in. They're seven. Eight loses, they have another chance. They're waiting right here. And then nine and ten are the lower ones. Winner plays oh. the loser of seven and eight. Oh, got it. And then one of those two goes through. Realistically, nobody's going to care about that, right? Pero if it's like an America or a Chios, one of those big ones, then you might w- want to watch that. Yeah, but it, I at the it's end of the just, day, repechaje is a way to allow mediocre teams a chance at the championship. And the, only, the thing that screams in my head is the Santos Atlas that always sneak in. Yeah, it's just allowing them a chance to do shitty in the season and then get throw in their superstars and figure out a way to get in. Yeah. Right, pobre Cruz Azul, they got beat by Atlas, yeah. who was in Repechaje this year, and Santos moved in, won a game too. It's just a money grab. It's just trying to get more games in so you can get more TV viewership. Yeah, yeah. There was a dude on TikTok that did a huge like a, he did like a calculation on a whiteboard uh-huh. of how much more money Liga Mekis is making per game off of. Uh, uh, the TV rights, uh, commercials, the ads on the field, the beer at the games, the tickets and everything for the additional Trepechaje games. And it was like in the like above 50 grand yeah. a season per team. Yeah. It's and insane, man. It's fucking it's, insane. I think it's just them trying to tell everyone to just shut up. We're making progress. Yeah. Like people were screaming, no more Trepechaje. Make it more competitive. Less mediocre teams in the playoffs. Essentially, the sense make good teams come up, make bad teams go down. And they're like, nope, too easy. That's too easy. All right. Too bad. Let's take it around the leagues, Cesar. In Europa League, uh, we got the finals now Sevilla versus Roma. So, yeah, Sevilla beat Juventus and they came out victorious and uh, they get another. Europa League final, like always, those are that's their literal competition, dog. Like, yeah, that they're they become beasts, and they're about to sneak into another, even though they were just in relegation. So they're like, we're gonna do it again. Let's run it back. But if they win it, they go to champions, no? Yeah, they do. Yeah, directly to champions. And then yeah, Mourinho's Roma, they held on to their one zero lead at Bayer Leverkusen, and they made it through. They sent our Xavi boys home. Yeah, too bad they were. We had, had a, a good run. We had a Xavi watch on here. Every every episode we were talking about how good he is and how much we want him to do well as a coach with Leverkusen. But yeah, now he's out. And Roma, who's back-to-back again, right? They uh, 
they were at, they won the, the conference, conference league, league last season um, against Bebotes Feyenoord before he got there. This this should be an interesting match. Um, yeah, it's going to be a really good match. Who do you got taking it? I just think Sevilla. They're just too good. Sevilla. This is their competition. I think they're gonna they're gonna take it. They have that heart and that grind. Um, you don't think Mourinho's uh, Roma will take it? I think I I will I will go against you, and I think Roma's gonna take it. Mourinho's just so good at elimination tournaments. I think he I think he's got it handled, and he's got the superstars there, right? Um, so I think it's going to be all up to whether Diwala and Tammy Abraham and all these fools can really show up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a, a really good match. Yeah, Either one can take it, to be honest. So. Very true. Conference League last year for Mourinho. This year, uh, Europa League, if they win it, next year he'll go to Champions League. He's going to win three in a row or what? Jeez, that'd be crazy. It would be. I think he needs to stack the team a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with that too, no más, no. In the Premier League, it's all ogre. It is. Manchester na, City na, na, na. are champions. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Good I mean, Arsenal. There was no worse way for them to go out than win- losing two in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Manchester City, they beat Chelsea with their B squad. It didn't matter. They literally had Ortega in at keep. They had... Um, Rico Lewis, center mid. They had Calvin Phillips, who's had like three minutes total all season. That would just came in to celebrate, to lift that For that real, cup. dude. They didn't have De Bruyne in. They didn't have Gundogan in. They didn't have Hanland in. It didn't matter. Julian Alvarez scored, scored a goal. Yamunos. Money. And then Arsenal, yeah, they lost again. And uh, I, I wrote a note here. What's going on? I think they're just tired. The long season and they like put their hands down i, I mentioned yeah. i'm saying uh and it just sucks you know it was demoralizing the way the way they lost the way they lost lost steam um and i feel for them but they're a young team and i feel like they'll bounce back next season yeah that's the big thing i think a lot of people are not giving them the respect to say like oh they're up for it again next year a lot of people i've seen in conversations are saying it's going to be between city and liverpool no because way. Of, because of Liverpool, how can they're kind of finishing the season really strong, and they're so from the rumors, it looks like they're going to stack the team. Uh, but I'm just not seeing a lot of people give the respect to Arsenal to say like they can try again next year. I think it's gonna it's gonna be really dependent on if they can sign some big names. Yes, if they can sign a big striker, if they could sign a big holding mid. A couple Another of center back, a couple of defensive pieces. Yeah, I feel like people will be like, you know what, these guys can maybe try a little bit more for the long run. Maybe they'll last a little bit more this year than last year. Yeah. But I think people are. It's just going to be a joke now. That what that they bought if a they're bit. in mid season and they're winning, they're seven points ahead of City next year again. People are going to be like. Nah, if they're seven yeah, points ahead man. of City, bro, by Christmas, by Boxing Day. That's what we said this year. Hey, man. This year they bottled it. Hopefully by next season, if they're on top, by Boxing Day, they learned from this season. I think a, I, this is coming from an Arsenal fan. Uh-huh. What's going to, uh, the only thing that will give me hope next year is an early head-to-head matchup against City and Arsenal beat them. No, that's... If Arsenal beats them before box, if they have a game before Boxing Day, and Arsenal beats City, 
And we get to Boxing Day, and Arsenal is up 10 points on City, and there's one more game against City, then I'll be like, okay, I can believe again. <laughs> that I, I'm not saying I don't believe in Arsenal. I, they're going to get top four for the next couple of years. like, okay. And I think they can really turn it the, the team around overall. But to say on here, con unos pinches huevos, that they're going to win the championship. Yeah. No Arsenal fan right now feels confident enough to be like, we're going to win it next year. Like, nobody will do that right now. But, me pongo los pinches huevos if they uh-huh. beat City and then they got a fat lead again. Because this year, the big question was, I don't even know if question, you just, it just didn't seem like they could beat City. And that that's six points that they lost when they were up eight, right? And then they dropped a couple others. Yeah. And that was the big piece, right? They they didn't have the depth this year. It's not that you couldn't beat City. Like you can drop those six points against City, but you can't drop points against Southampton. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm it's not gonna like feel confident saying depth. it. Even if they have the depth, I'm not gonna feel confident saying if they lose both games to City. Cause uh, it can maybe happen, but I'm just not gonna feel confident saying it because I'm like, dude, if we're gonna give up six points easy to City, like they're gonna smack everybody else just like they did this year. Uh, but but we'll see, man. We'll see. I need some improvements, Arsenal. Need some big signings this summer. A little something. Talking about big signings, your Newcastle they clinched their Champions League entry First, by by a point. <laughs> by one. yeah, by like yeah, they got a draw against Leicester. Yeah, yeah, against Leicester. Um, yeah, by a so hair, by a hair, by one point. Um, because even if Liverpool wins, they only get to sixty nine, and Newcastle's at seventy. Hey. So. It was the first time they clinched European spot since, like, the early 2000s. It's like 2002, I think, is the last time they played champions. Damn. When they so were been, when they were big, they were and big. they were so big, they were on goal. Yeah. And then it just went downhill from there. It just went. Then they went to relegation. The last time they were in to the championship was, like, 2015, mm-hmm. 2016, somewhere around there. And they came back up next this following season, and they've been mid table ever since until this season. Eddie Howe put them on, put them on, and th- they're trying to be a big team now, right? There's yeah. jokes that they're gonna they're gonna push Tottenham out of top six, uh, yeah. like for multiple seasons now, right? They got the money coming in, right? Um, so and apparently if signings coming in. There's a long list of players that they're looking at, so I think it's very much possible that. They become a bigger team now. A bigger household name, you know? Exactly. Come on. Up the tune. <laughs> Manchester United, uh, they got they needed one point out of the last six to lock in Champions League 2, and they got it. They got three of them. Let's go. In an amazing fashion after beating Chelsea 4-0 today. 4-1. Right? Well, they got one? Yeah. Joel Felix got it in the 89th. Oh, yeah, in the 89th. They stopped watching after like the 70th. Yeah. Oh, man. What a lucky one. Did you see that fool try to announce EA Sports? Oh, yeah. He hates sports. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious, man. All the, and all you the, got hella sad when they were making Yeah, bro, yeah, was with them. And uh, I forgot who the other one was. They're, they're He's getting trolling. trolled he heavy. He hates sports. <laughs> they're like, there's no H, brother. And have you seen when Speed tries, uh, was like making fun of his name? And he was all. Joao Felix's name? Yeah. And Joao Felix was getting upset. Oh shit! He was trolling him también. That was just a little sensitive, man. Yeah, I mean he's in. His, yeah, he's in his feels, dog. 
All right, Liverpool tied Aston Villa over the weekend. Um, that did not do anything for those European spots. They're in qualification zone for Europa. Um, they just have to worry about not letting up so that Brentford or uh, Tottenham can Tottenham. slip, can yeah. squeeze in there. But if um, Aston Villa gets a win, that seventh spot in qualification is theirs. Everyone else is locked in. Brian sixth, Liverpool fifth for Europa. Yeah. All right, dang, we're closing up. We're closing up shop in the leagues, man. Yesterday, uh, in news nobody cares about was Brighton versus Manchester City, and uh, what Arsenal needed all damn season for somebody to tie City. Yeah. Brian did it with a beautiful banger by Julio Enciso. Brian Enciso, that shit was nice. Is that full twenty yet? That full's like I think he's still nineteen. Yeah, that full's still nineteen. God. God damn. In January he turns twenty. Fuck. What a fucking wonder kid. But a white has, man. They've been struggling for a good while now. Hopefully this puts them on. Oh, this guy's nineteen? He's nineteen years old and he, don't he just look nineteen. And he just smacked a banger on Manchester City yesterday. Oh, I'm dead. That feels yeah. like that feels like I'm the grown ass man right here, dog. He, he did that celebration when he holds his ear. Yeah. He's like, I'm unos. Imagínate, güey, ser un pinche morro así con esos huevitos. Con unos huevotes así. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was a banger, too. For real. It's crazy how these uh, South, South American, American teams. Kids, right? I like, I'm like, holy shit, do these guys start at their academies? Like, their dads took them, their parents took them to Europe? No, this dude got taken at, like, 18, 17 from a team in Paraguay. Right, but you know, this is the thing. I was he was at Libertad since 2018. That fool was five years ago. That fool was 14. He debuted, played for three years there, and then came to Brighton. I had a uh, there was a soccer tournament here in Morgan Hill, uh-huh. and I was refereeing, and I was talking to this British fella that he was lived in. Uh, I think it was from the Liverpool area. He lived over there, went to academy. I was coaching and everything, all of that. And I asked him, yo, like, what's the biggest difference between British or English kids and American kids? He's like, they just want it more. Over there, at, like, seven, you're already trying to break kids and, like, break people's legs because you want that ball. You're going to work for it harder than the guy next to you. Yeah. Compared to kids here. Kids here are pampered. They're, oh, they're going to go with this trainer and... No, this there's guy's too, better. There's too much going on here, and I feel like yeah. soccer's everything. And, like, comparing that to South American kids, like, soccer's all they got. It's like, so, the, of course, they're going to want it more because everybody wants it, right? Mm-hmm. So, the AI from there is where all of these kids, Uruguayos, Paraguayos, Argentinians, they all come out of. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, all and all these teams are just getting some gems from... All these teams in South America. And at a really cheap price. True. And then you flip them. Ahí estamos. La lana. All right. In Spain, let's move it on. In Barcelona, we all know our champions. So basically what we got left, relegation. Uh, Elche tied with Getafe. And Espanol got a W over the weekend. So what does that mean? A little bit of hope for Espanol. Um, Elche is gone. Espanol and Real Valladolid are in the last two spots there, 38 and 35 points. And Espanol with a win, there's two games left with one win. They would jump three spots up 
because of goal differential. They have better Jeez. goal differential than Valladolid, Cadiz, and almost more than Getafe, who also have 38 points. It's going to get wild. And Espanol play Valencia next. Wait, they do got more than Getafe. No, negative 17, Espanol. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and they play Valencia next, and Valencia lost to Mallorca today. They're in the mud, Let's and they're go. racist. No, I'm just kidding. Not everyone there. But uh yeah, but yeah, no, the crowd is definitely asking for Valencia to get relegated, even though they're all the way up in thirteenth. It's still possible. If every team below them wins this weekend, they would be in relegation zone. Uh in the one thing I just wanted to call out in the Sevilla versus uh Betty's game this weekend. It's classical. Uh see. Sí. Um, both from the same city. Yeah. Uh Juan Miranda came in in like the eightieth minute and then like in the eighty third minute. Navas came in in like the 83rd and then in like the 86th, the full Miranda went straight for his legs. Like, yo, not even legs. That shit was by his knee. Nafal went, yeah, it was right below the knee. He right got him in the, the shin because that he showed like the ref, like, look what I got. What the hell? And uh, no, dude, the ball was over here. He juked him. And that was like, toma la cabra todavía. Vámonos. That was like, ¿a dónde vas, cabrón? No, sales de aquí vivo. Llévate uno de estas. Toma hasta para llevar. Un recuerdito, cabrón, para que te acuerdes de mí. Yeah, that's a dirty, bro. Las duchas a la cárcel. Oh, my God. A la iglesia para confesarte. And I was like, dog, that fool went in to handle some business. I don't know if they had beef from a past game. One of his homies. I don't know, man. But it, it looked like he went in personally. It did. It was so bad. All right. Let's move it on to Germany. Um, the one country with a, a tight title race. Still, That's it. let's go. Oh, yeah. Um, they are within striking distance of each other. Yeah, everyone plays on Saturday. Uh, but Dortmund's at the top with 70 points, two points ahead of Bayern. We had 68 because their dumbasses lost to Leipzig. There we go. How could you do that? You're Bayern. You're a great club. Good stuff. You need Leipzig. to win when you need to. No, we want Dortmund to win. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm all about the underdog. So now they got the last game. Uh, Dortmund plays Mainz, and then Bayern plays Köln. So they're both mid-table Mid-table teams. teams. Let's see who can so we'll see who play can. above their level. So it's going to get good there. And then in the relegation zone, uh, yeah, Schalke... And Bochum got the last two that are still up for grabs. And then Stuttgart is out right now just by goal differential. But it's going to get good. Yeah, even Augsburg can get caught in that yeah. uh, relegation playoff. Yeah. Well, yeah, Bochum plays Leverkusen and Schalke plays Leipzig. Oh, wow. So I think that's a, that's a sad story for them. Sorry. Yeah. So. I saw one. Goodbye. We're going to be paying attention to the Bundesliga this week. Let's get it. It'd be sick if, if Dortmund won it. We'd get a CONCACAF player that actually wins something else other than Chucky and Santi. Oh, yeah. Jorina. No, yeah. That'd be good. Get a, keep that rivalry going in there. Yeah. Keep Twitter on fire. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Add more fire to... Uh, fl- what is it? Add more gas to the flames? For real. Now, I mean, there's discussions. Even Hercules Gomez jumped into it because people were saying... Who is more uh who is more influential in their team? Gio Reina or Chucky Lozano? Who was more influential in that title run? Oh shit. 
So people were, everyone's like kind of common sense makes sense. Chucky was there every game, every minute. Right. And, um, Gio was injured half the season, but Gio actually had more goals. Chucky had more goals, like goal, uh, over overall involvements with assists. Um, but like three times the minutes. Right. And then Gio, I think had like two game winners, right. That directly translates to like six points. So it can be yeah, a good argument. Like if Gio was there every minute, you'd probably have like fucking a shit ton of more goals. Right. But, um, it's interesting, but you That's can only talk if. like that if they win right. this weekend. If they get second, it all goes out the window. Yeah, where I was going with it, in, in Italy, relegation update, Cremonese, Cremonese is officially gone. Bye-bye, Johan Vasquez. Hello, Johan Vasquez, because he's going to <laughs> Genoa, Genoa. Who's coming who's up. Who's coming back. And maybe they'll come with some more firepower. Who knows? Hopefully, but he gets another season. This will be his third season in the Serie A. Hell yeah, brother. So now he, he'll probably have the, I think it's a year and a half or two years. Oh, wow. After that, you, you, you're you like a non-extranjero. Let's go. So hopefully Good that, shit. Hopefully that allows him to be more desirable by other teams. But yeah, so that means one more spot available in Italy being fought out by Elas Verona with 30, Spezia with 31, and Lecce with 33. In France, PSG, they have six points left. They're one point away. To winning that league. Damn. One thing. Boring. Yeah, for real. One <laughs> thing I do want to call out, Lons. Uh, wow. Apparently that's how you pronounce it. Is coming up in second. And they just got promoted in 2020-2021 season. Oh, shit. They've got seventh for a couple of years after coming up. And now they're in second. Good stuff, man. Let's go. And something I want to point out really quick that I just noticed. You get four teams relegated so four new teams come up every season that's fun that's a big relegation zone but i think the biggest thing for Lons is that they're in champions league yeah they are wow that's crazy i mean it's usually marseille or monaco no yeah or like leon yeah leon's there sometimes but nantes is the one that's surprising me that's going down in relegation as of oh, right now nantes ajax is used to that Parepa. In the Netherlands, Feyenoord win 3-1 versus Emin. But Santi Jimenez did not score. No. Now he needs three goals to tie. Yes. Damn. And they played PSV. They played PSV. So it's going to be a tough matchup. I don't think matchup. so. I think he might put one away, but three is three. wishful thinking. Ajax won 3-0 versus Utrecht. Yep. They, uh, Taylor Booth. Edson played all 90 minutes. Jorge Sanchez played all zero minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah. I mean, there's so many questions right now if he's staying yeah. or not or what's going on. I think he'll be fine. He's going to get another shot next yeah, season. Yeah, I think so as well. To show what he's got, show his worth. That's what they did with Edson. Yeah, that's true. But Taylor Booth, the American, he played 72 minutes and he got the one assist for Utrecht. So he's he's coming up, man. Keep an eye out for that kid. All right. Let's do MLS first. Let's do it. LAFC beat the Quakes. And you have a note here. The Quakes have not won any road games since a preseason friendly. That does not count. <laughs> but they have not had any road victories this season. Nope. You know what's funny? In they're undefeated at home. In all competitions. And they're undefeated at home. Jeez. 
Night and day. So black and white. <laughs> yeah. Those fools like, yeah, they don't like flying, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's that stomach virus cuando... They don't like... A, yeah, they vuelan. No les gusta andar en casa ajena. <laughs> <laughs> no, que no duermen bien si no es su cama. <laughs> I'm dead, bro. Holy shit. Yeah, Carson FC, the usual. You guys can guess. They sure as hell did not win. Nope. Lost 3-0 versus DC United. Nothing from Chicharito. And shout out, my sister and Moyamas were at that game. Están rayando la madre? Sí. Puro San Jose les dicen, huh? Puro San Jose. Speaking of Carson FC, after getting smacked 3-0, then they beat the LAFC Juniors. Oh, yeah, bro. And Rick Pooch. Ricky Pooch scores a goal, jukes every 17-year-old on the way to scoring a goal, a banger of a goal. It's a good goal. And he takes off his jersey and he shows his name to the crowd. Directly to the to the yeah. three two five two. And is like, Aquí estoy. Tu crees? Yeah. I thought it was jokes. I thought like it was I embarrassing. Would, yeah, I'd bit. go and hide in my room for like <laughs> another season because that it's embarrassing, man. Like you're coming out of Barcelona, you're playing against LAFC's second team. And your last place in the league. Your last place in the league, and you're celebrating a goal like that? Like, So did you bro. see this interview afterwards? Yeah. He came out in an interview, and he started explaining, it's because those fans there, they provide so much pressure to you, blah, 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 this and that, que me duele, que no sé qué. And then Kelini passes by, and he yells, payaso. Yeah. And you could tell it fazed him a little bit. He was like, kind of shook it off. It made me laugh. But I, I, if that was the case, I'd celebrate like besando los el escudo diciendo yeah. this, is, this is our house. Yeah, this like, is LA. LA is ours. Like, tu madre, pero not like, like Messi, bro. Like, yeah, that's like after you break a record or like become champions or algo, way. Like some of these players, their egos a little bit too much for the results that they're giving. Correct. Like sometimes you got to check yourself. Look at your numbers, dog. <laughs> your last place La Liga Mekis Let's talk about it Let's bring it on home Mis Chivas de mi corazón Ganaron That's the context behind Cesar wearing this beautiful jersey That I love so much um, Tigres also won Let's go into the games a little bit Tigres beat Monterrey In a fucking snooze fest It was uh, Cordova got a late goal When Monterrey All they wanted to do Was keep the 0-0 And move on Typical Bucetich At home Yep, snooze fast, just defensive. En el gigante de acero, and they could not do anything offensive. They didn't propose anything offensively. No, they said we'll try it. We'll take it home, and then what happens? What always happens? You end up putting, getting one put away on you, and now Vucetich is in the hot seat. Yeah, a lot of rumors are saying he's gone. He's yeah, because they were the favorite, easy to win it all. Yeah, all they, they had to do was. Let their superstar players, their big money players, do what they do. Let them play. And now Tato Noriega, the, who's the the president at the club or whatever, came out and he said straight up in a post-interview that he did not like how it was executed. Yeah, there you go. And I was like, ooh, Vámonos. he's talking directly to you. It was this news fest. Uh, Monterrey had a goal que fue anulado mm -hmm. because of a handball. It was both handball and offsides in the same play. Right. And it just goes to show, like, you have to try to go forward and try to get a goal. Porque no te vas a salvar en la liguilla. Everyone's at their top level. There's no 
way you can risk by having your player telling your players take a load off right right or like put the load back like dog you're just inviting people you're inviting the snake to bite and here you have in tigres you have cordoba who has scored every single game in la liguilla five goals in five games and what does he do against you at home he scores te vacuna um, punishes like, you come on you basically did this to yourself mm-hmm. in the other side of things chivas beat america we haven't gathered since either leg right uh in the first leg first half of the, the first, first half chivas leg. was malagón era figura vámonos right? chivas was pushing so many chances pushing Alexis and Nalgas de Oro had the 1v1. Malagón stopped it. Um, I think uh, Pio yeah. Alvarado had a header. Malagón stopped it. Victor Guzman had a pretty good one, I think. Yeah. Stopped it. Stopping everything. It was in, yeah. in the first half. Yeah, the ball went up super high in the air. The one play that he beats, Mosso, gets a little bit of space. Mocos, cabrón. No, it's banger. Banger of a goal, but... A hair off sides. Yeah, like a toenail. No se cortó la uñas. No. No. But then the second half, it seemed a lot more even. Chivas started looking more tired. Yeah. America started adding that pressure as they do. And then with the beautiful ball. And the, the quality showed. Then you had Sendejas finish it. And then Sendejas, off of a beautiful ball in from Valdez. Yeah. From. Cuts back Chiquete. Little tap. Little tap, Chiquete thinks he's gonna like whip it, and he just puts it right at the first post, right? Uh, um, it's a beautiful goal. El Wacho's post. Yeah, El Wacho thought well, it was, he was going second post. He was one guessing. mistake he made all game. I thought, and one mistake Chivas made all game, in my opinion as well. It's like exactly because after that, America really wasn't that dangerous. Um. Yeah. And then second game, basically the first half was was the same thing. It's like Chivas was on on America, but I don't think there were any major saves. I don't think America even had a shot on goal all the first half. In the first half, no, because I I think it's a big testament to Pollo Briseño. Yeah, he had Henry Martin locked down, who Henry Martin is getting tore up because of his numbers in playoffs right he has like five goals in over like 35 games in liga mickey's playoffs with america which is horrible numbers especially compared to how well he did in the season he was a goleador correct right so you expect more from him especially this season and he does what he has in the past which is not much when they needed him to put one away and put chivas away and uh yeah chivas chivas gets a goal in the ronaldo cisneros off of uh a couple of slip-ups. But it was a good run from El Piojo Alvarado. Yeah. It's like El Piojo Alvarado goes up for a ball, headers the ball, and pushes and dejas. Lays him out. I'm Lays him out, which casa. some people claim to be a foul. It looks like a foul. Those people are also incorrect. But it was a clean tackle. Body to body. Bodied. Bodied the hell out of him. And, and then, then he, he goes on a beautiful run. Through. He looked like in Caramesi, Caramesi. <laughs> Se lleva como cuatro. Gives a great through ball for... You're like, ah, cabrón, es, es el piojo. Ay, güey, ay, güey. Piojo. No, es oh, otro güey. En quien se con, convirtió, chingada madre. <laughs> so he gives a great ball to Ronaldo Cisneros. Through. And then Ronaldo Cisneros gets takes. a little weaveroo. Uh, Cáceres slips up on the ball. Yeah. Ronaldo keeps going. And then he, like, megs Cáceres again, who then kind of shaves it in. Uh-huh. Nobody actually kicks it in. 
Right. It's it like a mix up in. that it rolled in. And it I was like, so agonizing, I, dude. This had to be the way Chivas scored. <laughs> like by nobody actually kicking it in. But Man. they gave it to Cisneros. So that's good on his part. Yeah. So somebody should have fouled up. After that, yeah. They, they should have fouled Piojo, which is what um, I think Chiquete did. Valdez was about to get one. It was in the first half. Was it he in the first half? Too? Yeah, and he Lugaro. straight up hugged him. Uh-huh. And he got a yellow because he knew there was like a player kind of close by that he could do it. That's IQ right there, dog. Es lo inteligente, lo que no te enseñan, lo que, lo que tú tienes que aprender así, así lo watches, lo watches, lo watches del barrio, así, right? I think from there, Chivas got kind of the notes from their coach. To, you know what? Cámale, cabrón. You know what? We got time. We still got like 60 minutes. Let's keep our composure. Don't get too crazy. And then after that, they kind of started slowing down into the half. Chivas looked kind of dangerous. But not too much. And then at the beginning of the second half, I think America kind of started turning it on. Yeah. That's when we get that beautiful ball in from Hidalgo. And Diego Valdez with an amazing header die. It was an amazing ball. And all Diego, Diego Valdez had to do was get La Rosada. Just a little scrape. A little something. And it was it was in. But you have to know how to sh- like shave that ball, how to Correct. tap it to do that. Because if not, you're going to head it over or you're going to hit it straight up. That's beautiful form. And then the hero becomes the villain. Fucking Fidalgo. Fidalgo. Uh, he got into it with Mosso on a play right there. Just kind of got a little too heated. And then it goes to Nene. He kind of shape, pushed the ball a little bit away from Fidalgo. And Fidalgo goes straight. At first, I was like, damn, that's an early yellow. Yeah. I was like, damn, that's kind of dirty foul. And then I'm like, dude, no, Nene's hurt. And then they show the the replay, straight studs up to the freaking calf, dog, like Dude. to the side of the leg. Yeah, what I thought was like, damn, like uh, he deserved the yellow for sure. Yeah, but then I saw, uh, I was like, smart foul, smart yeah. foul. Nene on the floor was like, oh, este wey, que se levante, but then I see the the foul on the VAR. I was like, bro, that's a red. Straight There's no way. Side of the He's leg. not getting a red. It was a tacos, the the studs right right on the the side of the leg, basically. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, we're done." Like on the this brink of it. snapping that leg, dude. To be yeah. honest with you, it's like there's no saving. I can't even make up an excuse in the chat to say it's not a red because it mm-hmm. is. Yeah, and then the the game changed from there. Yeah, I think Bonovich, the team didn't get crazy, but they knew that there was their game to put the pressure on at that point, right? And then they got a goal. It was a foul on uh, Bocho Guzman. Yeah. Yeah, they got a couple of deflections in off of a corner. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the ball was put in, and then they look in the VAR, and right outside of the box, and Bocho and Layun were going at it. And then Bocho got the last laugh with a little kick, a little trip, uh-huh. and it was clear on the video, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that one gets pulled back. And to be honest with you, at that point, there's what, like, uh, it was right before, the, like, the, like, around 70th. 20 minutes left. Yes, yes, And yes. I told my girlfriend while I was watching the game, I was like, dude, that we needed that one. I don't know if we can get two more now. <laughs> and then uh, they kept putting that pressure bro, down. I was on the other side of things. I was like, bro, there's still plenty of time. No, the, the moment they got it. the red, I was like, no, this is our game. But that was in the 64th. And then like five to 10 minutes goes, the goal anulado. 
And then that's when I was like, oh, dude, we need that goal right now to still have like 20 minutes. And uh, thankfully, within five minutes, there's the the balón parado. Yeah. And America leaves Mosa wide open outside of the box. It's Nobody within at least 10 yards. It's like all season. Every, we've seen Chivas be really good at balón parado. We've mm-hmm. seen them score goals from corners, from set plays. And you're going to leave a man unmarked on top of the... 18 yard box just for them to by himself. I know he doesn't have the best shot, muscle, best technical ability overall, (laughs) but dude, he had it just straight to walk into like it was kickball. Like, just keep it low. And he put it low and hard, brother. That's exactly what he tell your kids. It's like low and hard, especially when you got to keep that stopping everything low and hard. I'm gonna, yeah, Malagon didn't even see it until like way too late. late. It's yeah, insane. after that, 15 minutes left, I was like, we got this. Plus 10, there's going to be 10 extra. All right, we got this. And then what happened? At the 88th minute, El Chiquete Orozco, beautiful running header in, dude. Like, got b- amazing air, wide open again. Yeah. Nobody put a hand on the body to stop him. No. Nope. He didn't even get a beautiful header in. Like, no, like, directional, just, like, kind of, like, and it hit the side of his head. And then I screamed. And then you call me. And then I called you <laughs> and I threw it in the Discord. I was like, me la pelaste, wey, cabrón. Yeah, man. Um, America just, El Tan Ortiz got a red and then he panicked, right? In my opinion, instead of going with five in the back, he should have went four, four, and one. Yeah, he took out every offensive option. He took out and gave up. Uh, Richard Sanchez was kind of injured, right? Yeah, he came out injured, yeah. and they put Aquino in. Whoever knows Aquino's like significantly lower quality right now than everyone else in America. And then he takes out Cabecita, and he puts out Jonathan Dos Santos, who's way less offensive, no counterattack. Yeah. And then he takes out Sendejas, and he puts in Chava Reyes, who's a, a outside defense, back. Yeah, he's an- and then he takes out Diego Valdez, Puts out another outside back in Lara. Yep. And then he takes out Henry Martin, your golden boy. And you put Roger Martinez, who has no incentive to do well because he knows he's not going to get signed. It's insane, man. It's insane that you lost your mind like that. It was a perfect storm, a perfect shit storm that came at America. And, I mean, after the game, El Tan Ortiz... Just, said he's done. Just said he's done mid-interview. He's like, I don't I don't got nothing else to do here. I got nothing to say. All I got to say is I'm done. And he left the interview. And it's just so shitty. Like, out of America as an America fan, I expect you to die for that shirt. And, and, he, pl- and he played there. And, okay, he peddled. He didn't show it on the field. I know, but that's what I'm telling you. Like, Sorry. he as as uno de ellos. Es America. Con los canteranos. Ellos iban a correr. Y darte todo. Pero en vez pones a Roger Martinez, pones a Jonathan Dos Santos, you put outside backs instead of just keeping the ones you have and putting, refreshing up the midfield. Well, I mean, he let's look at the bench. He didn't put in Leo Suarez, who had been starting past games. Exactly. Right? He didn't put Brian Rodriguez, who scored the goal to push them through against San Luis yeah. when they needed it. Right? So, like, instead of putting... Not just offensive options, but just fresh fresh legs in, 
in positions that can help do well. He was just like, no, dude, I got to I gotta pack the back, almost six. Okay. Right? He, he, we've, we've seen it. Unless you know how to perfectly park the bus and everyone knows what to do, which I can't imagine. America practices parking the bus. No, they're an offensive team. Right? You know that what you're doing is you're inviting them to yeah. just shoot the hell out of it. Crosses in, balls in, and your team's not doing well in the air. They're not doing well set pieces they're not doing right and chivas is really good at set pieces it's like it fell straight into panovic's lap to be like all right dude like this is target practice yeah you made panovic look like a genius for real (laughs) tactical master class versus yeah and that's all she wrote and now chivas are going for la decima tercera Para que nos alcancen ahora sí. Ahora, ahora, ahora sí. sí te dimos la chance. Se va a poner bueno. Ahora sí. Es lo que era. Es hey, lo que hay, era. Ahí está el tigre. Era... Si no, son mis tigres. Vamos, tigres. <risa> <risa> tigres desde la cuna, cabrón. Desde la cuna, cabrón. Oh, my God. No, man. It... I was so pumped. And then immediately started looking at tickets to go to Mexico. Uh-huh. I was about to book my flight. But, like, it's just impossible to get tickets. Um, I think people were coming out at the Chivas Stadium saying, like, unless you're abonado, unless you have, like, the Chivas VIP club, I don't know what the fuck it is, and unless you lined up and already have your ticket, they're like, we're not going to have any more. Yeah. So you get on Reventa 10 times? Damn. Yeah, and a lot of tickets were also given to, like, players and players' families. Their families and, and stuff. but Stuff like that. Yeah. It was just too much money, so I'm not going. But I'll watch it aquí, it's aquí. Con amor a mis chivas. Almost take it as. Gosh. All right, Cesar, speaking of that game, let's talk about it. What are you excited to watch this weekend? Uh, Tigres Chivas, of La course. final. La final. De la bendita Liga MX coming Vamos. to a close. Chivas de Guadalajara versus Tigres this weekend. Tigres, they're coming with everything. Big names. Laines, Cordoba, Guignac. Chivas, they're coming with that power of friendship. <laughs> Vamos con, con la canción. Con la canción. With, with, with. Yeah, Chivas, all they got is that power of friendship, camaraderie, and that song. Let's go. What else do they want? Con que? Ya con eso? I, yeah, that's going to be such a good game. Viewership's going to be crazy. I got, like, I got like two or three family friends or uncles and stuff that are having the, la carnita asada. Hey, yes, dog. You know, you got to come through, dog. Hey, Va bueno. Con un seis de Pacífico, algo, Sí, vámonos. Un tequilita. Va a estar bueno el fin de semana. It's going to be fun. Even though your America is not in, you got to enjoy it. I do. I am. For sure. ¿Qué más? Give me another game. Dortmund Mines. Right? It's the Bundesliga. It's finishing up last se- last game of the season. And this is what's going to define it all. And then on the other side, Bayern versus Köln. Yeah. It doesn't matter if Dortmund loses, right? If Bayern can't win it. Yeah, as long as Dortmund wins, like it doesn't matter what Bayern does, right? Mm-hmm. Newcastle against Chelsea, my Newcastle up to tunes. I would see you know, <laughs> they can get another win on the season. Yeah, para acabar bien, ¿no? And just to send Chelsea more in the dirt. Yeah. Chelsea, yeah. <laughs> Milan versus Juventus. Juventus is trying to sneak back into Europa after these 10 points being docked. Meanwhile, they're just fighting against gravity, against freaking. They're just. Karma. They're just Todo. grasping as much air as they can. Lo que sea, wey. Lo que caiga. Todo le va mal, but they're like, vámonos. A Charlie ganas. And then our Quakes, they play this weekend también against FC Dallas. 
It's here, huh? It's a home game. It's Saturday. I'm going to so be out there. They they have to keep that winning streak at home. Some of these games like that, Loki don't want to go to because I'm like, dog, I'm so ready for Sunday. <laughs> Are you going? And then you just go downtown San Jose. You're already going to go see. out, no? We'll see. We'll I don't see. know. Ahí está el plan. Uh, the U20 World Cup is going on too. For real. For people that are following that. For people that follow the youngsters. The future of football. Yeah, the There's some good names there. Oh, yeah. USA is doing well so far. They've gotten six out of six points against Ecuador and Fiji. Yep. Uh, we have a couple of local teams representing us. We got Dominican Republic there for the first time. They're, They're one of the... Death. They have more red cards than goals at oh, the moment. Wow. They are in that group of death and they're they're halfway home already. <laughs> uh, we got Guatemala there that eliminated Mexico to make it here. They're in last place of their group. Yep. And then uh, the U.S. is in first place in their group. Oh, and Honduras. Honduras is there too, man. Yeah, show Honduras some respect. Los catrachos. They have one point. France has zero in that group. Jeez, France is in shambles. So Honduras better than France. Let's go. Ya quedo. So, yeah, no, you had some great players that will come out of this to keep an eye out for. It'll be fun to see over the weekend. All right. I think that's this. That's our take us home. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, follow us on the social media accounts. Uh, join the Discord. We get it popping in there. We're at about 150 members now. Yeah. 150 members strong. It's going to get popping during the game. Oh, yeah. Let's keep it going. Hope uh, Tigres wins. No. I'm going to ver las chivas. Pero si no, hey, enjoy the weekend and we'll see, catch you guys next time. Talk to you guys soon. Peace. Peace. A ver las chivas.